Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews, I'm Adam. I'm Josie. Okay, we're gonna start off today. First I have to, you know, correct something I made a mistake last time at the very end. Um, I said that we would be doing Iron Man on the 23rd of September. That is incorrect. We're gonna be doing um, Mad Max Fury Road. Because that comes out on September 1st. So, we're gonna be covered. So, in that time, so right after it comes out, three weeks, we're gonna do that as a new release. Um, going along with that, announced this week was that uh, Jurassic World has a concrete DVD release date, and that is October 20th, which means we'll be covering it on November 11th. And that will be when we talk about Jurassic World. Um, we're also gonna do Age of Ultron. Three weeks from it, from its uh, October third, uh, October first release date, uh, which will be my computer doesn't help me here. Uh, the twenty first of twenty uh, first of October. Um, so we're going to start off talking about a new story that happened yesterday. Um, so what happened was. Um, I was playing PlayStation, and I also had Twitter up, going like, hmm, maybe I'll, you know, watch a movie and live-tweet it, which I did with, um, Dragon Ball Z, the Fusion movie, the day before, um, and I, I looked on the trends, and I saw that a Philadelphia Phillies announcer had called the Mets fan base obnoxious, coming after they, uh, the Mets cheered a, um, a home run by their star player, the captain of the Mets, David Wright, who in his first at bat since being on the disabled list for four months, hit a home run. Uh, so naturally the crowd cheered. Uh, this was not taken lightly by the uh, Philadelphia Phillies announcer down there, and he uh, he called the Mets fans obnoxious for doing this. Uh, I'm not one to defend Mets fans for anything. I've been a Yankee fan all my life. And, um, if you hear, a, like, a whacking noise, that's me hitting my computer because the screens are freaking out recently. Um, uh, but the problem, the thing is, the stadiums are two hours away. You, like, for me to get to City Field would be a longer trip than it would be to get from City Field to Citizen Bank Park. And it's not the Mets' fault you're the worst team in the league. Uh, uh, not in the league, in the, uh, in the Eastern, uh, Eastern Division. It's not their fault. You just come off like a sore loser. You come off like Troy Aikman does every season when he's doing commentary on the Giants. It's, it's just low class. Act like a professional. Don't say that, um, don't say that they're obnoxious for applauding. It's not like they were applauding because the Philadelphia player got hurt. When, uh, that was Philadelphia when Victor Cruz got hurt last year. They applauded. It's not the same thing. Okay. I hate that. I think that is the worst thing ever. Exactly. You should never applaud somebody being hurt. That's Ex terrible. Like, it's, it's incredibly low class. Like, you're already winning, and then you applaud when arguably the best player on the team at the time uh, has a season-ending injury. Like, the guy's sobbing on the field. Like, have a little respect. Every other game I've ever been to, if someone got hurt and they get off the field, they applaud the person. Not, you know, cheer that he's hurt when he when he's laying down on the field. So, and then, I spent a lot of time defending the Mets fans, and I checked the actual uh, trend to see what they were talking about, and it was all Mets fans acting like they're the best team in the league. In fact, several people did say they're the best team in the league. Um, they're not even the best team in New York right now. Which could actually change between even now and when I, uh, when I, you know, even between now and the end of the day, and uh, actually could even change even more before I post this. But as of right now, on the 25th of August, the Mets are not the best team in New York, even. So don't get too much of a swelled head. You may have gotten 49 runs in the last uh, in the last three games, but you're playing against Philadelphia for a few of them. So, so like, act, like act like it. Act like you have some class and act like you're not an Islanders fan. Okay? And that's all I have to say on baseball today. Um, yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not going to be going on too long about that. Because I know some people, 
present company included, don't like baseball. baseball. Yeah. It's just, that pissed me off so much. Philadelphia is a city that booed the Pope when he came to visit. They booed Santa Claus. They boo little kids in games. Like, I don't remember. It's anytime I hear, I've I've heard the story and it happened way back. I think it was the 80s or the 70s when that happened, or actually it could have been more recent. But like uh, that that happened at some point. I'm more pissed off about them booing little kids playing games than that. Um, it's it you don't boo kids. Alright, on to the next. Mm-hmm. They used to cheer every time I would get injured, or one time I got a, uh, a concussion and kicked in the face, and then when I had blood gushing down my face from a bloody nose, I didn't come out because I was dizzy. I came out because the ref wouldn't let me stay in with blood all over my face. Ah. <laughs> and um, when I came out, the parents, like, on the other side cheered and were like, yay, finally, and then the other team won. Well, from a little league, this wasn't a go-down thing, a little league thing. I mean, I'd have to ask Peter what the actual cause of booing little kids was, but, uh, I, I don't know. Um. Oh, I was in middle school. Ah, well. That's still Yeah. The, the whole, the whole, the whole situation was a little mess, and it was a little annoying to me. Um, so next, we have, um, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, which I didn't get a chance to watch, but Josie it did. I don't have cable. I mean, to me, the zombie obsession we have never really appealed to me to begin with. Um, and I considering. Think they do a really good job of showing how people today would actually react yeah. with this shit going on. Oh, um, I like how they have brought in that the cause behind it may be, or they touch upon it. They don't actually say that this is the reason. Mm-hmm. But they touch upon the, um, that maybe the reason that these people became zombies was from drugs. Ah. Uh. Yes. And, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Flocka. Not really. No. It's like, so, they... Yeah, Yankees are already losing. Huh? No, I just said the Yankees are already losing. So. <laughs> so China, it comes from China, most mm-hmm. of it, and um, they had created Flocka to replace a component in bath salts, but turned out to be a hell of a lot more potent. You think of a way to take drugs, you can do that with this. Ah. Uh. Yes, and um, what it does is it breaks down the, well... It can stay in the system a lot longer than any other drug and cause neurological damage. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea that people have is that that could um, become a disease and become contagious or something with air quotes. Or, I'm not really sure. But that is what I think they are touching upon. Because they are like, what the frick did you give me? It's supposed to be just like everything else. But. It's like a bad batch because they're always changing Flocka. Um, I think that's what they're touching upon. It might be the reason. Uh, Something like that. Because like I was saying before with the whole thing, I never really got, especially with something that began in media res, 
where you have the zombies are already there, you don't really see the origin of the zombies. Having a TV show that's about where the zombies came from and how it got to the point where you're already in the, like, dystopian hellscape of America that The Walking Dead is. Right, and they totally show how people would react where, you know, a guy's walking down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're not, they're not fast or anything. They're just, you know, moseying along. They're walkers. And uh, if a guy's coming up to you all weird and shit, people would just be like, what the hell's wrong with you? Get away from me. They wouldn't even think twice. They'd be like, okay, just a cracked out homeless guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I might, I might watch it if it ever goes on Netflix. Um, I don't have cable right now, so I don't really have a, a, a venue to watch it. Uh, so, if it goes on Netflix, though, I will. Um, because I have a lot of things to do. I work two jobs, and I am a full-time student. And then I also do this. I don't, I don't have, okay, to be fair, I did spend around seven hours today playing Madden, but still. Yeah, you could have spent that playing, what did you play, Madden? Yeah. You could have spent that playing Madden and watching The Walking Dead. True. That's what I do. I watch, I watch my Netflix series things on one side of my screen and then the other side I play games. Oh, I did that with, uh, when I was watching Dilbert, which by the way, if you haven't watched Dilbert... It's a vastly underrated show. It's 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 really funny. I like Dilbert. Um, so I watched that while playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the other side of my screen. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, and just one other headline I wanted to touch on that I forgot to mention to you when I was telling you the thing. Uh, we're not really going to expand upon this because I have no idea what to expand upon with this. One Direction's breaking up effective March 2016. Um, do with that information, exactly, do what you will with that information, uh, I was never really a fan of their music, but I had nothing against the guys personally, oh Jesus Christ, two, one, top of the first, uh, I had nothing against them personally, um, yeah, exactly, like, I, I know there are, I know there are some people who would get personally annoyed with people who are, like, people who make music they don't like. Like, the amount of people who outright hate the people in Nickelback is ridiculous. Like, you don't like their music, but, like, give the guy a break. The only person that I think that it is okay to personally be annoyed with... Other than Kanye. Okay, yeah, but he's an asshole to everyone in general. Him, like, Kanye to an extent. What? Right. Like, uh, what's it called? Like, the, the whole thing with pop stars getting really annoying has been a trend that's gotten worse recently between, like, with Justin Bieber pulling the, I, I'm, I need to grow up, and then, like, ten minutes later crashing a car or whatever the hell he did recently. And then Ariana Grande with the donuts. Like, we get it, you have money. I, like, who actually cares about the money? I'm sure there are some people who do. But, uh... No, she was licking donuts in a donut shop. And putting them back? Yeah. This is like three weeks ago. How did you not hear about this? I did. More than three weeks ago. Really? Yeah. She was. She wouldn't yell about how she hated how obese America was, or actually she yelled, "I hate America." But she later like amended that statement to, "I hate how obese America is and how obese our children are." And then she was licking donuts and putting them back. I don't know. Cause statement, like, eat my spit? I guess. You know, someone out there is like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that those donuts would go up in price, honestly. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Alright, so moving okay. on to this week's topic. Uh, the drop. You were going to tell me about... No, you were going to tell me about the Oscars. Right. Things that should be... Yes, I'm, I, I am working on that. That's what we're getting we're into. We're going to talk about the drop. So okay. Okay, so we're going to talk about Oscar Stumps first, which I would have gotten to if I wasn't interrupted. Jesus Christ, 4 nothing. The Yankees are losing 4 nothing. Who cares? I do. Um, 
Yeah, I just made the bold claim the Mets are not the best team in New York. If the Yankees lose this game, they're tied with the Mets in terms of their record. So, um, anyway, Oscar Snubs uh, goes along with this because last year, uh, Robert Duvall was nominated for his role as the father in uh, The Judge, which was a pretty not good movie. And then, um, when in reality, if anyone deserves a post-mortem um, Oscar, it's James Gandolfini for his role in The Drop. Um, which is going to bring us into Oscar snubs. Some famous ones are um, basically any time... Um, Anytime that uh, Martin Scorsese is nominated and he doesn't win, usually he should have won. Most famously in, uh, I think it was 1990, when Goodfellas was nominated up against um, Dances with Wolves. Goodfellas is a, uh, a better movie, a vastly better movie. Um, so that that's an example of an Oscar snub. Um, so the... Uh, what we're going to—I mean, do you have any other examples you can think of of movies that should have been nominated for an Oscar but weren't? Any Oscar, like a person who's nominated for Best Supporting Actor, he wasn't, or something like that. I don't even know who was nominated. I told you. Oh. I don't follow that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, the Oscars just rich people giving other rich people. Okay, I'm turning this off now. I can't handle this. Um. The Yankees are losing five nothing in the top of the first. Um, Who cares? Um, How can you like sports like that? That's I, boring. What do they do? They just stand there. And I love going to baseball games. I love going to baseball games. No, thank you. I like going to hockey games. Well, yeah. Somebody gets punched in the face. Yeah, hockey games are fun. Football games are fun. Um, Did I ever tell you about the hockey game that I went to? Where they got into, uh, it was between the monarchs. I don't know if you know. I know who yeah. the monarchs are. You they, do? Yes, because they they became the kings, and the kings got handed a Stanley Cup against the uh, Rangers okay. last year. Manchester Monarchs, or was it the NHL team, no. the Monarchs? No, no, the Manchester Monarchs. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's their, that's their minor league team. Yes. Okay. I like going to see them because they fight a lot. Yeah, I've, I've been to Albany Devils games, and those are kind of fun. Um, been to a lot of uh, Islanders games. Uh, not an Islanders fan, because of a uh, an incident that happened at an Islanders game. Um, let's get back on topic now. Um, no, I, I... I'm having more fun with this. Okay, but we have a movie to talk about. <laughs> we're we're going to skip the Oscar stumps portion. Okay, um, what we, we do title... Yeah, we do title the episodes based on the movie we're going to talk about, and we can't for two weeks in a row not talk about the movie we were originally going to talk about. No, I, 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 the reason why I specify what we're talking about each episode is because each episode is titled, um, it's episode one, and then it's the name of the movie. So, like, the first one was episode one, introduction, because we didn't talk about a movie. Then, well, you don't have to do that. I do that. I know. 
It okay, is. Let's talk about the drop. Tell me what yes. you thought about it. Alright, so. I watched the trailer and the trailer looked interesting and it makes me want to watch it. But you didn't find it. But it's not in Redbox. Yes, because it, it came out on DVD in January, so it's not going to be in Redbox anymore. And no, it's not on Netflix either. What? Yeah, it was a, it's, a, it's a cheap movie. You can probably get it at Walmart. Um, no, not in the five dollar bin. That's too recent. But I got John Wick on Blu-ray today, fifteen on Blu-ray. Yeah, on Blu-ray, John Wick for fifteen, and I got. Wait, does the Xbox One have a Blu-ray player? Um. Yes, it does. Um. Cool. So I can play I have a PlayStation Four, which is the vastly superior gaming platform. Today. I think that should be an episode, though. Yes. I do want to talk about GTA 5 at some point in the future. And I will not play that, so I won't have anything to talk about. Okay, don't worry. I have plenty to talk about with GTA 5. In the event, we do talk about that. Um, Actually, wait. Do we, do we have GTA 5? Okay. I can play it. I will work on that. Okay. It's a fun game. Um, that, that'll be after we do Iron Man, though. What? Okay. So, um, the drop. The drop is um, at its core. It's it's a basic mob movie where you have um, you have James Gandolfini plays a uh, he he does a great job in the role. It's a mobster who never really got it big, but was just big enough for his ego to swell, and he thinks he got it really big. So he's um. He's tr so what he wants to do is he wants to get a lot of money and get out, you know, permanently. He owns a drop bar, um, which is where if there's a football game or something like that, and they, um, they're making bets with the bookies in the current mob, which is, I don't remember what the Eastern European country is, so I'm going to alternatively refer to them as Latvarian or Sokovian, um, because I, I, I don't remember. I, I want to say they were Chechnyan. But it, it it doesn't matter. All Eastern European mobs basically are interchangeable in movies. Um, so yeah, we we can just you know ignore that. So they 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 own this bar, and you would in like if you made a bet with them, you drop off the money you owe at the bar, which is why it's called the drop. So uh, movie opens up, and it's one night where uh, you got the um, you got the, uh, what's it called? Um, you got a football game going on, and people coming in dropping off money, and at the end of the night, they get robbed. And then, um, over the course of the story, you find out that James Gandolfini's character was involved, because then it would bring, make sure that they get the, um, the, the night that they have to get the drops will be onto the Super Bowl. Because then a lot of money will be going through, and then you rob them again, you keep all the money, and then you leave. Um... But that's, that, it's not like they, they tell you that immediately. It's slow burned over the story where, you know, first you find out that he was in with the guys who robbed them originally. And then you find out, um, and then it's like you see his plan unfold and you see the whole thing fall apart. Meanwhile, the whole time you have Tom, Tom Hardy, who may or may not be on the spectrum. That's a little up for debate. Um, he finds that he's the bartender at the bar. And he finds a dog in a garbage can, and he meets, um, I don't know how to pronounce it. is adorable, by the way. Yeah, it's a little, I think it's a little pit bull. And he names it Rocco. And he, uh, and he, he brings, and, uh, it, and then the whole time, um, it's, at the same time, you also have a cop who's played by the friend in Silver Linings Playbook, who's trying to, uh, solve a murder, um, of some guy. Uh, who, who was killed years ago. But, um... The guy who originally owned the dog was the one who took the credit for the murder. In, like, the eye of the public. But he was never convicted, I don't think. Um... So the whole, so the whole movie is, uh, him with the dog trying to keep the dog from the guy while you have, um, James Gandolfini, um, doing this whole underhanded, like, dealings. And it's a, it's a really good movie. But the reason I bring about, talk about Oscar snubs is because there is nothing that Robert Duvall does 
in The Judge that is anywhere near as good or as emotionally weighed as um, James Gandolfini. He has one scene toward the end of the movie where I think he's talking he's talking to Tom Hardy in his house and he had this whole thing about how um, he had the bar was his and how he had the stool in the bar and it was his stool and that meant something and now it doesn't mean anything anymore and it's this great heartfelt scene and you feel like his, like his emotion that like he he isn't anything anymore whether or not he... yeah that's that's the scene. This is, you know, it used to mean something to be a tough guy. But now you, oh no, wait, that's the other guy. That's the, what did you say? What's that, the main character's name? Tom Hardy. In real yeah. life, Tom Hardy's the little scrawny guy who played Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. James Gandolfini is the guy who played Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. Um. um no, okay, so you know what I liked? What? Right. I thought that was pretty cool. Which, it's, it's true. Like, if you watch any of the old mob movies, or anything like that, like The Sopranos even, where it's the, the old-style Italian mob, you'd never see these guys going fucking with people who didn't, you know, fuck with them first. Like... Uh, like, they never yeah. killed kids or anything yeah, like that. that really people because it's true. Yeah. You know? Next thing you know, they're dragging you into shit. Exactly. Because you own something that they want, exactly. or you have a skill that they want, you know? Exactly. People can't take crimes to just criminals, they've got to drag quote-unquote good people into it. But that scene was so good, that that alone, like, Heath Ledger's prof- the bar stool? What? Which, which scene, the one with the bar the stool? The one with the bar stool. Like, yes, he's like, like, it used to mean something, I used to walk into this bar, and, you know, people would, people would look up. Yeah. That's what it says, right? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, like, Heath Ledger, um, deserved, not really deserved, I mean, he, he did, he was good in The Dark Knight, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he would, he did a bad job, it was an interesting, uh, take on, um, what's it called, on that material, but, I mean, I don't think that, uh, like, he got a post-mortem because he died, and I think if he hadn't died, he wouldn't have won it. Like that, and, and that, that's, that, that's, I think, the truth, that he, he, you know, he wouldn't have got it had he won. Um, to be fair, it was also a weak year, because Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for Tropic Thunder. So... <laughs> I, I don't think that's, yeah, that's, um, it was him, Heath Ledger for The Dark Knight, Josh Brolin for Milk, never seen Milk. How did he get nominated? He wore I think, um, I don't, I don't remember what was happening at the time that got that ignored completely, because, yeah, that's something, and the thing that pisses me off even more is Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight one over Philip Seymour Hoffman for doubt. So apparently it's okay for Robert Downey Jr. to wear blackface. Mm-hmm. But it is not okay for, um, who's that guy that everybody makes fun of for not winning Oscars? Oh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. It's not okay for Leonardo DiCaprio to say the N-word shit ton of times in, was it, Django Unchained? Yeah. Yep, that's, that's the thing. Um, now, if anything that year, which was 2008, Philip Seymour Hoffman should have won for Doubt. Have you ever seen Doubt? Uh, let me Google it. It's such a good movie. Um, he should have won for that over, uh, Heath Ledger. But Heath Ledger received the post, post, uh, post-mortem. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't understand how that happened. Um, then this year, um, the nominees were J.K. Simmons for Whiplash. I'm not saying that 
you needed to give him the Oscar for the drop. I'm saying he should have been nominated over Robert Duvall, very specifically, for the judge. Um, because Ethan, I haven't seen Boyhood, and I refuse to on principle, because that's basically someone playing the long game to get an Oscar, and then it failing. Oh, I don't think I ever saw Doubt. It's a really good with, movie. Um, Yep. Philip Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Is that Amy, Amy Adams? I think she is in that too, yeah. Hmm. I bet that was good. Anything that Meryl Streep's in is good. Uh, Mamma Mia. Yes. See, Peter, Peter, Peter would have, Peter would have said I was wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean... He, he wouldn't have won this year because J.K. Simmons did such a tremendous job in Whiplash uh, that he I don't think he would have won. But the judge, my biggest problem with the judge is that it's, a, it's such a cliched story um, where it's like they go back for the funeral because the mother died. Oh, wait, the father and the son don't get along. Now they have to get, get along for a bit. Oh, wait, no, and then... J.K. Simmons, he was going to play J.J. in uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider He's the guy in the Farmer's oh, commercial. That young kid? Oh, Miles Teller. Yes. He's in I Fantastic think Four. He is a really good actor. He is, and... I, don't, I think he's wicked good. He plays a different character in everything, and every time he plays something, I, I just believe, like, that's him. Yeah, don't see Fantastic Four, then. Awesome. Don't see Fantastic Four then. It'll lower your uh, opinion of him a really? bit. Yeah. Um. Really bad. No, not that he's really bad. It's that he. Uh, what's so it wait, is Whiplash about like him becoming a drummer? Yes, he he's trying to. I think he's trying to be in a band. Um. And he. Uh, no, he's he's a he um he, I have it on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it yet. It's like. All I know is J.K. Simmons is the director of the band, and he's such a um, overbearing teacher. And it was so like it was so good because he's um, like when he got the role, he was instructed to play his character in Oz, but like ten times scarier. And he's a teacher, and that that's why he deserved the win there, but. Getting back to the judge and why the judge is a massive problem is the movie's two and a half hours long, has like nine lengthy establishing shots that serve no purpose, uh, has a incest subplot that uh, Robert Downey Jr. thinks he fucked his, uh, made out with his daughter, or did he fuck her? I don't remember, but he thinks he made out with his daughter, but oh no, it's okay, it wasn't his daughter, it was just his niece, because it was actually his brother's uh, daughter. So that, yeah, the whole thing, the like, the whole movie has that, uh, and then, and then there's the whole actual plot where they they like, and then the whole like, he comes back for the funeral and then he gets uh, help his father in court, and it's like their relationship gets better, and then oh no, we gotta regress because we, we did it too fast, and now we have to continue. The movie is even longer, and now they're starting to get better again, and then the the movie regresses again, and like. What's the point of having character development if you're going to regress it again in, in 20 minutes anyway? And meanwhile, Robert Duvall's in performance in that, I have nothing against the actor. It was it was forgettable. The whole movie was forgettable. How can you nominate him for that? Meanwhile, James Gandolfini should have been nominated. And that's, that's just how I feel on that. Like, Do you have any thoughts? You haven't seen either of those movies, have you? What movies? The, the Judge and The Drop. Okay. Um, so I think that's where we'll end that discussion for today and put a pin in that. Uh, next, we're going to go on to a new segment that I came up with. It's called Fix a Movie. And basically what we're going to do is we're each going to pick one movie, take one thing in the movie, and fix and change it to make the movie better. Wait a minute, only one thing? Yes. Here, I'll I'll give I'll I'll give my what I'm gonna do this week, and we'll we'll and we'll use mine as the baseline. 
Mine was was in Captain America: The First Avenger. There's a scene where he's in the move where you have scrawny CGI Chris Evans in the movie theater, and he's sitting there and they're showing the 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 newsreels on the screen of what's happening in uh, Europe during the war. And the guy behind him, who's like, yelling, yeah, get on with it, I don't care, move on to the movie. And he's then Chris Evans tells him to shut the fuck up, and then we cut to him getting his ass kicked in an alley. And we get the first of the, the stupid shield symbolisms. Um, the way I would change that, and it would make the movie better in my opinion, is you still have him getting his ass kicked in the alley and it broken up by Bucky, but you, you lead into it where he's in a bar, and he hustles a game of pool. And it's a little scrawny kid, so who would take him seriously? But then he, um, he in one move, uh, the guy goes first, and he, you know, gets the, the balls everywhere. And then uh, Steve gets up, one move, knocks everything in the right way. That way it shows, like, he's able to uh, angle things. So that way you, you, it, it explains, because he throws the shield everywhere, like a frisbee, and it always comes back to him. No, the the super soldier serum only um only made him stronger. It didn't heighten his senses in any way. It didn't enhance his ability to like I don't know angles or anything. Or no, because like, it's it's still it's just basic funny. comprehension of geometry, where you gotta be able to angle. You gotta look at what's in the room and then be able to you know it's the same thing as playing pool. And it's still okay. leading into him yeah, getting his I ass thought, kicked. I always thought that it was, um, like, the serum had also heightened his senses. So I guess if he really, if what you're saying is true, and that it didn't, then yes, that would be a very cool scene. And even, not, even if it did it heighten his senses, even if it did heighten his senses, it's still a, a better lead-in than what is essentially factually incorrect. Because you, in, during World War Two. It was it was the norm for people to um, what's it called for for them to show the the war reels in the news. And I thought people got their news if they didn't have TV. You'd you go to the movies. They'd show like Bugs Bunny cartoons or Mickey Mouse cartoons or whatever before it. They'd show some news clips from around the world, and then they'd show you your fucking movie. So this this and then everyone was so. Okay, and then, um, and then, uh, so you have, and then, what the, and then everyone was so engrossed in the war front on the, on World War Two. it's incredibly unbelievable, you have this guy booing it, and not the entire theater standing up with Steve, like, even if he was booing it at all, you'd still have everyone in the theater on his side, so, cutting that scene entirely and replacing it with him playing pool and hustling the game of pool would still, would still make a better scene. Now, what was your example? Okay. I wanted to talk about how much Frozen sucked, but you said I needed to just pick one thing to fix. Yes. So. We can still talk about how much Frozen sucked. Huh? We can still talk about how much Frozen sucked. I'm all for that. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I will sing Let It Go Till I Die. Um... But, I think that to focus a little more on character development, a lot more on character development, but focused on maybe just like Elsa and, um, I forget the other girl's name. Anna. Anna. Elsa and Anna's character development. And then maybe, um, the guy with the reindeers mm -hmm. development. And, um, and to get that extra time, they needed to cut out either the stupid reindeer. Right. Or Olaf. You can't have two goofy characters. You can only have one. So there's two goofy characters. Then it, it's just too much. It's too much. Now, here's, I, I think Frozen is a vastly overrated movie, and that, that's my, that's how I, that's my opinion on it. Uh, part of it comes entirely from the fact that, um, and first of all, this is a wrong statement that I've heard many people make, 
They say it's the best movie since The Lion King. I don't understand how that's possible. What? Yeah, how is that possible when after The Lion King you had Pocahontas, which I haven't seen in years, so I'm not going to say anything about that. My two favorite, actually three of my favorite Disney movies come after it. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, and Mulan. All of which were better than Frozen. Uh, Tarzan, which, okay, I mean, some people don't like Tarzan. It's for... I don't think they could have made it better than The Lion King. I'd say they could make it as good. Or as good, thank you. But, um... It had... This, this plot, this idea, had the potential. But they just wanted to have too many characters in it. And they didn't know who to develop. They didn't... I... I feel bad, sad, when, um... Anna and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let her die. I don't care. <laughs> you haven't made me fall in love with her, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm one of those people that if there's enough development, I will fall in love with a character. Right. Just like I fell in, in love with Mulan and Tarzan. And... Well, it's part of the problem when you have a movie with dual protagonists. Like, part of the reason, in my opinion, going on with, along with what you said, is in the development of Frozen, they ended up having to change the plot. Um, oh, of the because everybody fell in love. Because after they heard, um, what the fuck was the movie? Let it go. They heard, yeah, they heard Let It Go. They were like, we can't kill her. No, they, yeah, because they said we can't make her the villain now. We have to make her a sympathetic character. Because that movie is, that, that song is a good song. But then everything should have changed. Exactly. You can't just change one thing in the middle and then change the ending slightly. Yeah. Um. And then what else has come out since then? Lilo and Stitch. should have said this is the best movie uh disney movie since lilo and stitch because since uh since lilo and stitch it was treasure planet brother bear home on the range chicken little meet the robinsons bolt the princess and the frog tangled winnie the pooh 2011 oh, wait, 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 wait. it is not better i still i because they fucked on it up on it so badly i have feels for i have feelings for like I've never seen Tangled. I've seen Princess and the Frog, but I am not really into Princess and the Frog because I don't really like the movies with the anthropomorphic animals being the entire focus. I don't know. I it's just not something ever that's ever really appealed to me. No, I did like the Lion King. It just a what? I didn't like Tarzan. I mean, Tarzan's ultimately a forgettable movie. All I remember from it is that NSYNC did the one song. And and they had a Phil Collins song. Those are the two things I remember from Tarzan was NSYNC and Phil Collins. That's it. Uh, then Winnie, uh, Tangled, Winnie the Pooh, Wreck-It Ralph, and then Frozen. Honestly, I, I, I wouldn't I, say Frozen's better than Wreck-It Ralph. I wouldn't say it was better than Winnie the Pooh 2011. That was a pretty okay movie. Yeah, I, I think, I didn't see Winnie the Pooh. I did. I do think that Wreck-It Ralph was better than Frozen. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. Because I felt bad for those characters, you know? I was like, yeah. oh man, I want good things for them. I, you know, you fall in love with them and stuff. And, but, you know, I didn't like... Like I said, Anna froze, and I was like, okay, shatter, it'll be funny. <laughs> yeah, and then the other problem is, um, are we including Disney Toons movies? 
because that would also include DuckTales, the movie, a goofy movie, which arguably is still better than Frozen. The Tigger movie, definitely better than Frozen. Return to Neverland, I haven't seen it in a while. I mean, I remember liking it. Jungle Book 2 can go directly to hell. Piglet's Big Movie, never saw it. Pooh's Heffalump Movie, never saw it. Bambi 2 can go fuck itself. Tinkerbell Movies can go fuck themselves, too. Uh, planes or like shit. And if we include Pixar... I don't Up was, yeah. We can't, we can't include the Pixar. Right, yeah, because Pixar will blow it out of the water with every movie they make. Toy Story alone, and then everything after it, too. Pixar is its own entity. Well, no, it's still under, it's still owned by Disney. No, but what I'm saying as... A Walt as Disney a Studio movie movies. Collection or whatever, mm-hmm. Pixar is its own entity. Alright, so we're so just going, we're just going to go to Walt Disney. Even though it's affiliated with them, it's just, it's not the same. We're just going to go to the Walt Disney Studio movies then, right? Yes. Which is Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi, uh, the three Caballeros and the other ones with that, uh, Fun and Fancy Free, Melody Time, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Leggy and the Tramps. I really want to just go through and do a Disney diet, like, length of time, uh, where we just do Disney movies. We should. Do, do reviews of Disney movies. Um, 101 Dalmatians, Sword in the Stone, Jungle Book, Aristocats, Robin Hood, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Rescuers, Fox and the Hound, Great, uh, Black Cauldron, Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company, Little Mermaid, Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, right, Aladdin. Listening. Okay, yeah, I was done listening too because I'm going to go back to The Lion King. Um, but yeah, I think we really I, should do Disney movies. Uh, I, I will always bring up Disney movies. Let's skip Iron Man and, and do, uh, let's, let's not do Iron Man, and let's do, uh, Hercules. I love Hercules. That's a, well, okay. I, I just want a Disney day every once in a while. Yeah, we'll, we'll. I can talk forever about them. Oh, yeah, we'll do, we'll do Hercules so instead of Iron Man. Let's move on, and I know that you were talking about doing something. Where, where are we? Right. Episode and Daredevil starting yes. with episode one and two and so on. I think it's and, thirteen total episodes. Right. And that is something that we will start off with next episode. Right. Starting next week we're going to do uh once a week at the end of each episode, uh we're gonna do a review. We're gonna talk a little bit about each episode of Daredevil. So starting next week when we do Rudy, I think it is. Um you said it was Rudy. So yes, yeah. I, I have it up on my wall but my lights off. So I I can't really see. I'll probably find a way to bring up Disney. Right. So we're gonna do Rudy next week, and then we're gonna do uh, Daredevil episode one in the later part of the episode. So um, that's what we're gonna do there, Uh, and then we're gonna continue that each week. So then the next episode we're gonna do episode two, and so on and so on. That's what I just said. Yeah, no, I'm just making sure it's clear. Okay. I don't know. No. Okay, so I think I think we've covered everything for this episode. Um, no. Yep. Uh, just one other thing before we finish. I started up a um, two leagues on ESPN's website. One for Pigskin Pick'em and one for the Eliminator. Both of them are uh, found if you search under Groups 30-Minute Reviews. And uh, you feel free to join and play along with us. Yes, I've been meaning to plug my Twitter at the end of every episode, but I keep forgetting. And his Twitter account name is... Actually, why don't you tell them what your um, website name is while I try to find you? Well, the, uh, the Twitter is... I have it I have it right here. It is at AdamTaylor792. Oh, I was going to do that. Okay. What's your, um, what's your website? Now, we have an official website for the podcast now. Let me uh, bring that up. Uh, I set that up the other night when I was half asleep. Um, we are... Where is it? Auto Central. My Mets rant. Uh, 30 
wix.com slash home. We use Wix because I don't want to pay for Squarespace. And they haven't emailed me back about sponsoring. So we're using Wix. And then my personal website where you can access all my books when they go on sale. Uh, Quick read. That's what they found under. Realistic fiction. Thank you. About, <laughs> like, crime and shit. Yeah. Uh, and I have... It's just how to do crimes. It doesn't teach just how to kidding, do crimes. Yeah. Just Yeah. Uh, so, the day we're recording this, the 25th, we ha I mean, I don't know if it's really going to matter. We're going to be putting that up next week when the free days are over. But from now until the 28th, I believe it is, uh, you can get Family Forever the Extended Edition for free. And I'll be tweeting about that almost nonstop for the next few days until that ends. Uh, as of today, we've moved 15 free copies. And, I mean, look, I, I, I'm going to be using the money that I get from these to fund the podcast and fund me buying the movies that we watch and that kind of stuff. Um, exactly, yeah. Uh, but I give it away for free because, for me, it's more important that just people, I, I prefer Google's Reddit. Uh, even if they have no interest in it. So I put it up for free every once in a while, uh, as, as often as Amazon will let me. Um, if you go to my personal website, which is uh, adamtaylor792.wix.com slash home, there's a page that tells you how you can download um, Kindle books onto your iPhone and stuff like that, because I don't have a, um, a Mac, and to use iBooks, you need to have a Mac the most stupid thing on the fucking planet so um what you can so i no i don't i don't like packs so if you have an iphone if you have an iphone or even an android uh you can download the kindle app and you can you know get it that way and you can still read it that way uh there are there is a physical copy of the depths of winter and family forever the extended edition um but they made me overprice that so much when I put it on CreateSpace, so I, I, I don't like recommending it. But if you go to Barnes & Noble and you search uh, and you search it, you can find it, which was a huge thing for me. I do it every time I go, just out of vanity. Um, so, yeah, I think we're, uh, we're done for today. Josie still hasn't set up a Twitter, so we can't plug her yet. Remember I told you like four weeks ago to set up a Twitter? For your... Okay, well, <laughs> I do lengthy Twitter rants about stupid That's shit. That's annoying. Okay. Alright, anyway. Yep. Have a good day. Well, yep, we'll be back next week.